what's up, everyone? Thanks for listening to You Had Me at Black. By now, I'm sure you've heard of Black Lives Matter, the organization working for the validity of black life and to rebuild the black liberation movement. But for those who aren't on the front lines, sometimes Black Lives Matter just seems like a popular hashtag on social media. And that's exactly what this week's storyteller, Corey, thought before he stumbled upon his first rally in San Francisco. Stay tuned to hear Corey's story about this powerful day and how he ultimately became a believer in the Black Lives Matter movement. This is You Had Me at Black, the podcast where black millennials tell true life stories. This is about... The moment I realized Black Lives Matter movement was actually real. It was just an average day. I literally was in the mission in San Francisco, and I was like, all right, let me go, let me go get a burrito. So I went to the 24th BART, and I was like, all right, El Farolito, boom, get a burrito, regular day. Wrong, not a regular day. When I was in line, I was like, wow, there's actually black people in this Taqueria. I'm like, whoa, this is cool. So, of course, I smile. And they're like, hey. And I'm like, whoa, I was not expecting conversation with other black people today, which is weird because I can go an entire week without seeing another black face in San Francisco. And then, yeah, so I order my burrito. I'm sitting at this table. And then these two black ladies are like, hey, can we sit with you? I'm like, oh, yeah, for sure. And the inside of me was like, oh, man, black love, of course, you can sit next to me, my sister. And then, we you know, we all get our food. We're sitting there chatting. And I noticed they had, like, Black Lives Matter hashtag shirts on. I'm like, oh, that's dope. Like, I'm like, wait, there's a Black Lives Matter movement in the Bay Area? Like, I mean, I've seen it on Twitter or Tumblr or the news or whatever, but I didn't know it was real. And they were like, yeah, it's an international thing. We travel across the country and go through tons of rallies, and we're basically social activists for free. And I was like, well, how do you, like, get around? People just donate money or just buy our tickets and we show up. And I was like, what? How does this all work? And then literally it turned into an hour-long conversation in a burrito shop with two ladies that I still don't know their names. And it was literally how they told me the ins and outs of how Black Lives Matter movement. I was like, how do you guys meet up? Is it on like Twitter, Facebook, or Tumblr? Like, are there groups? And they're like, nah, you just show up and then you meet the right people. And literally it just turns into like long-ass group me text messaging chains and then she's like yeah just come i was like come where she's like there's a rally i was like what you mean it's a rally you know rally she's like bruh cross the street starts in an hour there's a rally that's where we're here she's like well are you gonna come i was like i mean i don't have anything else to do i just came here for a regular saturday burrito we walk across the street corner of 24th admission blocked out the entire bar station mind you i get there thousands of people when i say thousands Easily 5,000 people. When I was, It was like shoulder to shoulder in the hottest club you've never been to. Like thousands of people. Like you could not walk up the stairs from the bar. It was that packed. They had a full stage, AV audio equipment, super official, tons of signs. And there were parents of a lot of the people who were shot by police in San Francisco. Alex Nieto's family was there, who's been big. Alex Nieto is a now past young man who was shot and killed in the mission 53 times. And the ruling just came out that the cops did not use unlawful force on him. His family was there and tons of other family of 
individuals with similar circumstances were there and they gave speeches and their performances. There were poems and raps and then all of a sudden, and I guess this is who the two ladies were talking about before, they were like, Janelle Monet and Jadena and their whole crew's gonna be here. <laughs> Wonderland, Wonderland. Literally, they came out, her, Jadena, and then that was the first, or one of the first times where Janelle Monet and her crew started singing that Say Her Name chant. for like 20 to 30 minutes all the parents of the deceased individuals were able to come on stage and like they put their names into the chat and it was really a war cry against all the injustice and violence and from the police and I was like wow like okay this is kind of real at that point I was like man I'm actually kind of interested so what do we do next she's like no just wait and see just wait and see and then someone was like the police is here no one ran, which was also weird because as a minority, whenever you see the police, 5-0, you're like, bro, let's get out of here. Before, there were, there were like three cops. And then like all of a sudden, there were like 20 to 30 cops. We're like, oh, wonder what's going on. And then they're like, and to the march. And literally, we went down Mission Street from like 24th to probably 18th and then probably down uh, Valencia and we ended up at the police station. On an average day, it's probably like a 10 minute walk, but with thousands of people, it took like 25 minutes. But the interesting part was the police actually led the march through the mission for thousands of minorities rallying and protesting against the police, which I was like, wait, so the police are leading a march when we're basically saying we don't like the police because you've been hurting us, which was like a complete paradigm shift. Everyone was just like in arms and or in tears. And there was literally a police motorcade in front and back of all the thousands of people. And the whole march was led by Jadena and Janelle Monet and the Wonderland crew and the other, and the two ladies that I had met in the burrito shop and the rest of their friends and the activists that kind of put the whole program on. And literally everyone in the street that didn't know what was going on was like, oh, what's going on? What's going on? And we were singing the war chant, or not war chants, like the rally chants and the war cries. And people were like, oh, it's a Black Lives Matter movement. And people were just literally stupefied. They were in complete awe. They're like, oh my God, like I've never actually seen this. And then in that moment, like, I was like, oh, this is a great, great opportunity. It was like, like, this should be live. Like I'm on Twitter already, so I might as well periscope. And then in that moment, Racism became even more evident and real. Like on Periscope, like they have like the hearts and people can live comment. And like as the live stream was coming on, it was just like, you effing niggers, you monkeys. Hope you guys die and hope the cops turn on you and shoot all of you. And it was extremely just like, wow. Here we are peacefully protesting and people just, they don't want to see you win. Yeah, so I mean, by the time we got to the police station, we caused hell of traffic. People heard us, people saw us, people knew what was going on. We got to the front of the police station. We're dancing. We're chanting. Janelle and Monet and them stay for about five to ten minutes. And I was like, what are people about to like run in the police station or something? And the next thing you know, all of a sudden, Janelle Monet and her team leave. And then we're still rallying in there. And people are like, up the police. I'm like, all right, this might get a little bit too ignorant for me. And literally, I just see one of the Latino homies selling ice cream. I'm like, bro, let me get a big stick. And I went back to my car. And I went home woke. 
Thanks for listening. If you like what you hear, visit youhadmeatblack.com slash review to leave a review and subscribe.